Have you ever wondered if a podcast would fit into your business and your SEO? And if you did move forward with a podcast, what would be the steps that you would take to be successful? Today's guest is Colin Gray, who's been professionally podcasting for over 12 years. And Colin's going to give us a 500-foot view on podcasting for your business. Welcome to the EMJ SEO Podcast, where it's all about you learning SEO so that you can rank in Google. Hey, it's Matt Hepburn. I'm an SEO professional with 13 years of experience working as a consultant, working in large and small agency. And for the past seven years, I've been working in the enterprise sector for some of the biggest brands out there. I provide SEO tips for beginners, and I tell you straight out what's going to work and what's not going to. This episode is brought to you by Interview Bookers, the podcast booking agency that provides link building through podcast episode show note links. If you're looking to support Google's EEAT framework for your SEO, you can build links as an expert, educating from your experience on podcast guest interviews. Let your links to your website stand out from the crowd visit us at interviewbookers.com. Hey there, Colin. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. So I was hoping you could give some background about what you do and your experience, and we'll lead into the questions after that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, Colin, like you said, I started a site called thepodcasthost.com about, what was it now, 12 years ago, making myself feel old. Uh, basically writing about podcasting because I was teaching podcasting at a university at the time, helping lecturers use it to uh, help their students, actually, which was always good fun. Uh, and that site really grew into something um, that people really enjoyed around how to you know, launch, how to grow, how to monetize a podcast and how to make a podcast successful. Um, and that kind of led into a bunch of other stuff. That's that's the blog as it exists today. We have nearly a thousand articles on there about how to run a show um, but it branched out into a few courses, like we have um, some launch courses, we have an academy where um, we have a whole range of different things, including things like speaking skills, how to use your equipment, all that kind of thing as well. Um, we call that the podcast, uh, sorry, the Podcraft Academy. Um, and Podcraft is kind of our brand around that. Podcraft is the name of our podcast, which is about how to podcast as well. Um, and I suppose the final thing, yeah, you mentioned there is um, is uh, a bit of software that we created at the end of that called Alitu. So Alitu, spelled A-L-I-T-U, is a, a podcast maker app, which really came out of all of the people that we work with, that reads our site, that listen to our show, that hate editing in general, <laughs> that yeah. kind of think of uh, the DAWs of the olden days, like Pro Tools and Audition and things like that as something akin to an airplane cockpit. So we decided to try and create something that's much more tailored to podcasters and much more simple and easy, but still gets the same level of quality and automates a whole bunch of it too. So yeah, that's where we've got to these days. Oh, that's that's amazing. Um, so for an average business that's trying to figure out how they can you know, find their audience um, and do something a little bit different, uh, especially for a local business, um, mm -hmm. How what should they do to start if they're starting to think about podcasting? Um, yeah. Would you suggest taking a course first or, um, you know, really focusing on their topic? Um, one of the things that you've helped me with 
specifically is niching down into where I want to be with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Would you say that might be one of the first places they should start or start with their, that their topic and, and course at the same time? Yeah, I think that's exactly where to start. I think you did the right thing in that a lot of people have something they're passionate about. They've got a topic. They, they want to talk about it because they love it and share it with the world. But often people think about the topic first and not really the listener or the person who's who's going to consume this content. Um, is it is it worth Matt going through your kind of your process with it? Maybe it'll give a wee insight into what people did. Like what how did you start? Like what was your kind of first idea around what you would talk about on your podcast? So, so I I I I probably for about a year or two I kind of uh, vacillated back and forth whether I I could even bring value. Um, yeah, and uh, that to me was really a, a big concern. Um, and really after going through the course, what I realized was that one of the best thing I could do is take my experience of what I had. And that was my superpower. So my superpower I already had, I already had passion around that. Mm-hmm. So then I had said to myself, after going through the course, what twist can I put out there? Because there's plenty of other people that were talking about marketing online. Yeah. And so then I had to find out, you know, what was kind of lacking in the industry uh, mm-hmm. of, for podcasting and so there's plenty of people that were being interviewed, but there wasn't a lot of strategy and there wasn't a lot of um, kind of looking at what were those aha moments and breakthroughs that those businesses had and how could people kind of avoid that? So that was kind of how I niched down. Yeah. So yeah. if so, if we're using my example, um, then a business should really kind of look at what is their experience mm-hmm. and their passion around that. Yeah. And from there, how can they make that unique? And at the same time, also kind of look in the marketplace and see where the competition is that just doing the same thing that they're thinking about doing. Yeah. Would that be yeah. what, what you would? Yeah, love it. Yeah, there's a couple of, a bunch of things in there that we can dig into here. It's sure. Your topic, you're thinking about marketing in general. So yeah. that was kind of the, the wider area. And you're absolutely right. That's like a, it's a, a minefield trying to get a, start a podcast and something so... So wide ranging, competing with Broad, hundreds, yeah. if not thousands of other shows. Um, so you niche down, you find your own area. And a couple of ways you can do that is experience. Well, one of the ways is experience. Like what is your experience? What's your angle on it? Yeah. And that can be something like, you know, if you want to do a, a politics show, it's politics for 60 year olds. So if you're a, an older person, it's like politics for that certain area or politics for, uh, you know, people in uh, the north of Scotland, like me. So yeah. you localize it down as well. That should kind of range around your experience too. Um, you can also segment as well. Sometimes you say things like, you know, it's um, politics for children or something like that. You know, you, mm-hmm. you find that little area in there that you think you can bring some of your own experience to. And it's a really nice way to go about it. Um, I love taking that angle. And that's one way to make it unique, isn't it? So it's yeah. really good. And I think once you go, once you go there, once you've found an area that you think you can bring your experience to, I think then you're getting into the audience. That's when you start thinking about your ideal listener and you start thinking about the questions that they ask. I mean, Presumably part of the reason you've got a podcast, Matt, is that you, um, you know, you want to reach more audience members, potentially grow your own business around it. Yeah. Uh, so one of the best things you can do there is think about, you know, what are the most common questions I get about this? 
maybe that gives you an idea on your niching or your angle as well. Like what, what is the kind of, um, like when you get clients coming to you or when you get people who, um, you know, you work with, what is, what, what are the kind of top one or two or three questions you get asked by them? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, and uh, there's there's so many questions that I get asked um, <laughs> professionally, but yeah, I, I make those um, and make content around that. Yeah. Um, so I think this kind of ties into the next question is, which is really how can a business be be seen as an authority? Mm -hmm. um, if you're answering those type of questions, and then you are going in deeper into anything that uh, educational. Uh, information around your business, around those topics. I think that I'm answering our, my own question by, uh, by what you're saying, but uh, <laughs> yes, but I think that would be uh, how we would do it on the podcast. And um, so do you have any, any comments on how a business could maybe make a twist on that and make it a little bit different than just say, hey, you know, my competitor down the street might take the same idea and just make informational information. Um, around the same type of topic. How did, yeah. how did they make a twist on that? Yeah, again, it can be your kind of around your culture and values. So that can be, you know, you've got your experience we're talking about before. So age, location, type, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But then you can also have, that's that's demographics, isn't it? Right. That's yeah. who you are, where you live, what you are, all that kind of stuff. But you also have um, the other area, which is psychographics, which is more how you think. So, uh, that could be more about, it can be somebody living anywhere. It could be any age, but you're just into a certain sort of culture or a certain, you know, everyone can like a, t a certain TV program. Like I'm going to make a podcast for uh, people who like Star Trek or something like that. And that's right. more a topic, but it also suggests something around the type of things that people like as well. So mm -hmm. psychographics are a really nice way to go about it. One example could be if you're, you run a, a food shop, um, and uh, you're running a podcast about, you know, eco-friendly um, food, for example, like organic food or or low-carbon offset fruit or food or something like that, where it's a psychographic, it's a thing that anyone could think, but it's a certain type of thought process, it's a certain type of culture or ethos. And that can be a really nice way to go because your competitor won't necessarily cater to that yeah. area of the customer base. It can be something you can niche in on. So makes that me can be really of, nice to go about it. <laughs> yeah, it makes me think of like gluten-free and, and type of stuff like that. So like mm -hmm. specific stores that would cater towards that, they could really, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, niche that, down that way, yeah. Niche that way. That makes perfect yeah, sense. For sure. I mean, the other way, the other way that works really nicely as well is if you do it around... Well, you know, if you, I mean, if you if you do it around format, it can be a really nice way to make a different podcast. And there's a there's a bunch of different ways that you can do that because your format extends to things like the length of the show. So yes. you can make a really niche show because you're creating a, a two minute show every day, yeah. uh, which just gives like a little snippet, a little bite sized piece of information that people can go in action. Or maybe actually, it's a three hour mammoth show that you release every yeah. month. Uh, which goes really, really in depth on one topic. So length can be one way to do it. Uh, you can also frequency, frequency I just mentioned. So it could be monthly, it could be daily, something like that. That can be a format too. But equally format can be around the way that you deliver the show, whether it's uh, a round table and actually you get in seven or eight people in your industry and talk about a topic once a week, or it could be a documentary style where you actually go out and interview three or four people at an event every week 
and then bring those comments together and put them into a show that just sounds quite different because it's it's got a few different voices in it. It's not just that standard interview show as well. So format can be a really interesting one. And it, it can even come down to, even if you've got an interview show like we're talking here, then you can make that stand out by having a few different sections. You could have like a, you know, a section up front where the two people, you you ask the interviewer about a piece of news that came out today, um, yeah. the interviewee, sorry, and you do that. And then you do a little bit of a story segment where you could delve into the interviewee's story. But at the very end, you do a rapid fire, you know, 10 questions, which mm-hmm. are always the same. And therefore, you get to compare those questions and answers between all right. the different participants. So formats are a really cool one to go about as well, because it, there's so many different ways you can delve in there and make a show that really stands out and is a, a little bit different. That's that's really fascinating. And I know within the the, the PodCraft uh, course, you also said, you know, don't feel like you are stuck in one type of format right so that you can um vary it up and make it a little yeah. different so that um, um so i think that's that's yeah. really important yeah yeah i think that's one thing that people get hung up on it, it's it's a definitely a it's definitely a barrier to podcasters starting because they feel like they have to have their perfect you know title uh, artwork format topic niching all that stuff up front because it's almost like people think they're then setting out their, you know, their stall and that's what they've got to stick with forever. <laughs> but actually podcasting's yeah. lovely because it's so fluid. You can actually change it every every few episodes. You can decide, right, I talked about this part of the niche in the first few episodes, but actually I'm finding that this other thing is resonating with my listeners or these are the questions I'm getting. So let's respond to that and we'll change tack a little bit. Well, the fancy word, what is it? Pivot. Well, pivot. Yeah. It's not It's not making a mistake and fixing it. It's nowadays, it's pivoting, isn't it? <laughs> oh, or, or it's the, the really common word in, in corporate is staying agile, right? Ah, uh, yes. Something yes. like that. <laughs> uh, so, um, so I think, uh, you know, I, I, for myself, have sometimes struggled with, you know, how do I uh, lay out a content plan for mm-hmm. across episodes? Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you could actually uh, talk a little bit about that, how a business could actually do that with their own experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's going to be based upon what type of show that they have, whether it's mm-hmm. an interview or that. Um, for example, listeners, uh, for before shows, I send off a list of questions to all my interviewees so they can approve those questions. They may want to change some questions or add some topics that I might be missing. Um, but I try to make those questions about them and their business and relatable um besides you know questions we can give an interviewee how else could we uh lay out uh content a content plan for maybe just say two or three episodes yeah i think a lot of podcasters miss a trick actually by not planning a little bit further ahead in that sense as in absolutely make a little plan for the next three episodes so that they all tie together, at least in a little bit. But there's the whole concept around seasons-based podcasting as well, where Mm -hmm. you might pick a topic. um, Like, for example, Matt, what would be one of your, what's one of your ideas for your next few topics on the episode? Uh, So it could be uh, link building through podcasting. It could be uh, local SEO or anything like that. Oh, local SEO. That's a good one. Okay. So local SEO, take that as a topic, something that you're probably asked about um, by your clients all the time. Uh, You could take that and say, right, this is going to be my first season or my next season, whatever it is. So you take that and you break it down and you start thinking, right, what are all the elements of this? Maybe the first part is looking at the competition. Then the second part is, you know, looking at what already appears in Google, something like that. You're the expert. You'd be able to break down, no doubt. 
seven, eight, uh, even 10, 11, 12 steps that make up this and then delving into it. Um, so make each episode what, about that individual one. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. So Lovely. many podcasters <clears throat> would do the whole episode around local SEO and go talk for an hour about it, but not really do the subject justice because you could do a whole season on that, all the elements of it. And the reason it works out really nicely is there's a whole bunch of benefits. Part, partly you can plan ahead. So you can plan, let's say, eight or 12 episodes ahead. That would be two or three months worth of content. Uh, it means that you can have that all planned out ahead of time so that you can you could batch record if you wanted to. You can uh, At least you can just turn up on a Monday morning and you've got a plan there ready to jump yeah. into. There's no ideation on a Monday morning. For the listeners, though, it's really good as well because it means that they're actually having a bit of a, you know, it's an organized learning process. It's not just jumping from one thing to the next every single episode or, you know, a, an advanced thing to a beginner thing to a, it's, it's funny. You wouldn't turn up to a, like a college or a university and, and get taught all these random different subjects. You, exactly. you sign up and you get a course over a few months that leads from one lesson to the next, to the next. And it can work really nicely in podcasting that way too, because the listener then gets something that feels consecutive. It feels like it's building episode to episode. They end up listening more often, getting a little bit more addicted because actually all of the episodes tie together. If you miss one of them, it's actually quite a big deal because you miss yeah. a big part of this. So they're they're encouraged to listen to every episode and they feel a big sense of achievement when they get to the end of the season as well because they've learned this whole topic altogether. And again, for you, there's huge benefit there too because that addiction, that kind of habit that they build, that sense of achievement, that all builds a whole lot of loyalty that helps grow your listeners as well. Right. Um, and, and the small thing as well, at the end of the season, you can take a break. <laughs> so you can take a few weeks off the podcast. Yeah. Uh, something that really gets podcasters down often is that once you get in the habit, you feel like you've got to get an episode out every single week. And it's a bit of a grind that gets you down. But seasons-based gives you a break. You can take a month off. <laughs> I, I'm happy to say that I actually have uh, over a month worth of recorded podcasts it just need to be edited. So, um, excellent. Almost, You're well ahead. <laughs> yeah. And have, uh, I think about another four weeks worth of guests. So almost eight, eight weeks of, uh, podcast episodes that are, yeah. uh, behind the, the current episode. So good. pretty cool. <laughs> so, and, and I, I recommend that because at first I was stressing <laughs> about wh where's my next guest? What, what's my next topic? What am I going to do? So, um, uh, yeah. So get a bunch in the, uh, in the queue. For sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Interview Bookers, the podcast booking agency that provides SEO benefits with each and every podcast guest interview. Are you ready to boost your keyword rankings in local search while being seen as an expert? This is all possible when you appear as a guest on podcasts where the audience matches to your message. If you're ready to take your link building to the next level, then visit us at interviewbookers.com. So I was hoping you might um, talk about how businesses might make money from podcasting. Um, for me, one of the things that um, that uh, I think uh, that a local business would really could tie in is actually putting in their own intros and outros to their own products. Um, if you could kind of talk about that and like, what's the benefit of that? Um, yeah. That'd be great. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, sponsorship is one of the first ones that people think of, and that can be just self-sponsoring. That's what we do with PodCraft, pretty much. Like our our show about how to run a podcast, I pretty much just mention Alitu, our podcast maker app on that every single episode. Um, And it comes in reasonably naturally because I try and talk about it in context to some topic Mm -hmm. we're talking about. So maybe one week we're talking about how to um, do better yeah, quality recordings. And I'll say that Alitu automatically cleans it up. It does noise reduction, leveling, all that kind of stuff. And it so it ties into it. So if you're a company out there that's like a you're a bakery that is talking about how to make artisanal bread or something like that. Um, and you can easily talk about the fact that, you know, the way we make bread in our bakery, which is on blah 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 streets, <laughs> you can yeah, mention yourself very often. And it's basically like sponsoring your own show. So that can be one of the nicest ways to go about it. Uh, I mean, you can take external sponsors by all means, but it does take a fair bit of listenership tends to be to to get that level. As in, you usually have to have a thousand or more listeners before you get any interest there. And usually yeah. maybe in the three to four thousand per episode before you can sort of earn a decent money there. So yeah, sponsorship is definitely one of the, the areas. Any others you want to dive into in terms of the, there's other ways that you can sell, you know, products or services of your own are some of my favorite. I could dive into some more of that. Or there's also things like, you know, Patreon, charity type stuff, crowdfunding. We've got affiliate income I love as well. Any of them you want to go to? Yeah. I, well, I was thinking more for the local business, how the local business would really, um, yeah, because I think that that's the majority of the the, the listeners. Of your listenership, are, perfect. Like, yeah. Really about local businesses and and people yeah. who whether it's a brick or mortar or whether it's an e-commerce store they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out how they can market their business they're struggling yeah. uh, in some cases there are people that are struggling with an idea of they, they want to leave corporate or have a side hustle but they're not quite sure yeah. what they want to do um yeah. so for, for them I, I think the uh i gravitate towards what we were just talking about so if yeah. they can do self-promotion of their business if their business has an affiliate type of where they can offer other type of links towards complementary services, mm-hmm. whether it's Amazon or whatever it might be, then affiliate marketing might have a play in it. But if it's a mom and pop business that is on Main Street and yeah. they're trying to figure out how to actually a uh, podcast would work with that, then it's yeah. really more about how do they mention their their um their, their business more their what service, i was yeah. also thinking about is like if they have offers yeah that maybe an offer might be a mid-roll or um you know go into uh intro or outro um that they could do that yeah. you know like a specific yeah. offer so and i mean in that kind of case it's it is all about the trust the credibility building the personality all that kind of stuff like the play for local businesses the play for a, a sort of bricks and mortar place is always almost always, I should say, just building a bit of awareness around the people behind that business. It's showing who runs that shop. Why do they run that shop? Why do they run that company? Um, Why would you want to deal with this person as opposed to the other um, bakery down the street or the other plumber over the road, that kind of thing. Um, And that is all about the person. People deal with people. So it's about telling the stories um, that give you that kind of idea of who this person is from a culture, an ethos, a standpoint, all that kind of thing. But also sharing the experience and the knowledge, showing how much this person cares about what they do, how much they've done to be expert at what they do. Uh, and a lot of the stories will showcase that stuff as well. And there's at that point, if you have people listening, if you're growing that kind of relationship with the listener, 
there's almost no point, no, no need, I should say, even to mention your own company because they'll seek you out. They'll say, I love right. this person. I, I want to deal with this person. And you'll mention your own company or what you do in the show. So people will find you and seek it out. Um, but, but you mentioned the partnership thing. I mean, it's, it's not something to discount either because if you're, uh, let's say a bakery, then people who like really good bread will also like maybe good coffee and there's a good coffee shop down the street. So, yeah, you know, there's partnerships where you can kind of either charge for that mentioning or just barter for services as in they promote you on something that they do as well. That kind of thing can be really yeah. profitable and, and help the company too really well. Makes me think about a link on their website. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah link like link that. to that, you know, <laughs> help me help, help boost my uh, local SEO. Um, so a lot of podcasters, a lot of people who are in business don't understand that when you are on a podcast show that mm -hmm. you can get links from uh, in the show notes mm -hmm. uh, back to uh, the specific episode and to your website and specific links to where you've actually given value in that show. And that that really helps boost your rankings locally in Google. Um, have, can you talk about your experience uh, with uh, being a guest and how that's uh, helped uh, your show? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, there there's so many benefits to being a guest in a show. Uh, the fact that you reach out to somebody else's listenership, you offer so much value, you can be in front of those people. But a big part of it is actually that kind of solid um, a link equity, I think, <laughs> especially mm -hmm. if you find shows. I mean, that's that's part a big part of our research when we're looking for other um, shows to partnership with, to collab with, or to to appear on. Is what is their online presence like? Do they have uh, a site that um, that the podcast appears on, that the show notes appear on? Is that a larger site? Often you'll find that you know a big brand has put a podcast onto their main site, which makes it even more valuable because actually right. that main site has real high authority. Whereas other shows might have started a brand new site altogether, which is yeah. kind of new and a bit less authority. doesn't mean it's not valuable, but it does mean potentially you might want to prioritize the um, the one that's on the high value site, the high authority site, as opposed mm -hmm. to the other one first, if you're, if you're on limited time. So yeah, my experience is that that can be a really good way to build it. Um, and, and actually in many ways, it's sometimes something that you can... You can repurpose as well, as in um, sometimes I find people who run a podcast that don't actually have a specific website for that podcast. They're mm -hmm. just going to treat iTunes or whatever Apple Podcasts as the home for it. Right. But they've got their own personal website elsewhere. So sometimes it maybe just takes a little bit of extra negotiation saying, um, yeah, I'm happy to come on. Do you mind if we um, uh, write a little blog post around this or something so that it appears right. on your your main site? Or can I contribute a guest post as well? Or, you know, can we get the transcript made up and turn that into something yeah, that can go onto, yeah, onto the site? So even if they don't have a really good quality website associated directly with the podcast, sometimes you can get something out of it in that way. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, uh, so for uh, you know a lot of people uh, who are technically challenged, um, they're going to want to say, uh, how, first of all, how do we get training about this? And then yes. what type of software uh, uh, is reasonable, right, uh, that I can actually figure out how to actually uh, edit a podcast? So I was yeah. hoping you could talk a little bit about uh, both the, the Coursecraft and Alitu and how people can uh, find both of those things and, and reach out to you. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for mentioning it. I mean, if yeah. yeah, if anyone wants to help 
We have a, a course um, on this called Launch Essentials. We also have a Growth Essentials course, which is coming out really soon too. And you can find them all in our Podcrafts uh, community, uh, which has loads of free space, uh, loads of free courses in there, free resources, a community where you can reach other podcasters. Uh, but we have some paid courses in there too, including our Launch Essentials one, which guides you through all the planning stuff around the uniqueness, the problem, the listenership, all that kind of stuff. Um, as well as all of the, you know, setup around the technical side. So you can find that over at uh, podcraft.thepodcasthost.com. That's podcraft.thepodcasthost.com. And um, Alitu, yeah, I mean, there's there's many ways you can do a podcast. You can edit a podcast entirely for free um, using an app like, um, like Audacity, uh, which is a, a traditional kind of audio engineering tool. Um, but we created Alitu because, like I said, audio engineering tools tend to be quite um, full of bells and whistles and buttons and lots of different wizards. Uh, and uh, and actually, podcasters don't need half that much. So we automated all of the audio cleanup in Alitu. We automated adding your music, your transitions. Uh, there's a call recorder in there. Uh, you can edit out all of your mistakes with a podcast tailored interface. And we've got podcast hosting in there now as well. So you can actually do the whole thing all inside Alitu. Um, yeah, so if anyone wants to try that, they'd be would be more than delighted to have them. And it's over at alitu.com, A-L-I-T-U.com. So the uh, I'm going to give you a, a shout out here. So uh, part of my training here was uh, for doing podcasting was uh, actually through your courses. Uh, it helped me select the equipment I was going to use. Uh, everything from the Focusrite Scarlet to the Heil PR40 uh, boom arm to the uh, flag type of advertising, um, as well as, and that that was great for equipment wise, it helped me uh, sink down on that. And and then the course that actually helped me, uh, which was the Launch Essentials, I believe, um, was really about finding my voice, uh, niching down the business, which is key, uh, and finding a unique twist right uh what and 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 tying it to my experience so i would recommend that to any type of local business is stay with your experience that you have your expertise and your where your passion is and how do you uh how do you make that unique and how do you tie that around uh like colin was saying around your business and talk around your business so i would definitely do that the alitude tool is amazing um because these a lot of these other tools are just so complex um, and I'm not going to trash any of these tools on on uh, the show, but uh, they just get, they're so confusing. Even for somebody who's been in tech for a long time, uh, unless you had a lot of formal training in them, um, you would be looking up things on YouTube every five minutes to just try to figure out how mm -hmm. to do do a little thing. I, you know, so the Alitu tool is very easy uh, to figure out. Um, and uh, you can get things produced uh, very quickly. The other part uh, that Colin forgot to mention is that it also does transcripts. Yeah. Sure. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you can generate a transcript there, you know, throw it into Word, just double check your spelling, your grammar in there, and uh, go through it. And uh, you have everything that you need for podcasts. So I just wanted to thank you so much for creating the courses that you create uh, and for the software. Um, I myself totally appreciate it. I know the people in the community that I've talked to uh, really created it, uh, really love it uh, while they're creating content. And uh, I just wanted to really thank you so much for coming on the show and um, talking to about how businesses can actually create a podcast and create value. So 
Well, it's been a real pleasure to come on, Matt. Thanks yeah. so much for saying that. It's always it's always lovely to hear when you know the stuff you do actually helps folks. So yeah, yeah. really appreciate you saying that. A- absolutely. Thanks. It's it's fantastic. Uh it's it's good stuff. The the software specifically is is very uh, intuitive to understand. Uh it's not com- not complex, which is for most people, uh tech-wise is is great. And the Thank course you. is um really helps you look at yourself and um, make you understand that you do have something to say. Okay. And, um, you know, that's really key, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. um, anyway, so thank you so much for coming on the show and, uh, I hope to talk to you soon. Glad to help. Cheers, Matt. All right. Cheers. Are you ready to break through and accelerate how you learn SEO? Then please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice or join our email list at emjpodcast.com so we can keep you up to date. This is the EMJ SEO Podcast with Matt Hepburn, and we'll see you next time.